This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. When we last left off, our heroes, hotly pursued by witch hunters, had their bodies and minds swapped by Peebus, the baby bird demon. They narrowly escaped with each other's lives and made it into a small town where they were greeted by an old friend, Jacques. Avoidois. Ah, yes, my friends. Welcome, welcome. I see you have traveled far, and I am, I must say I am surprised that we have met up again, but I guess I say to you, welcome to hell. How did you get out of Rulesaven? Ah, uh, my friend, I merely escaped. I ran away. You see, the Rulesaven Liberation Army, uh, uh, we fought our way out. There were many a witch hunter, but they were so distracted with the social call, you see. Many of us were able to escape, and we split up. We parted ways. But, 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 oh, Monsieur Avodois. Avodois. M- yes, oui. Um, you seem so urbane. How how find you in this small village? Well, I simply traveled northwest, you see. Are you at home? Am I at home? Yeah. No, no, my friend. Oh. <laughs> hey, hold on, not the way I'm thinking. I said, yes, I am a citizen of the world, so I am always at home. Wherever I hang my beret, I am home. Um, Jacques, we should tell you something. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm still getting used to this. We're not ourselves, really. Yeah, none of us are ourselves in this crazy war-torn world, I It understand. is true, it is true. Amen, but actually we're in different bodies. We're all the same people, but we're just, we swapped bodies. Ah, what relevance is this to me? You don't care? <laughs> well, it's not that I don't care, it's what, 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 I'm a little confused by what you say. I just thought you might have personal relationships with different people and it I might be confusing to you. I, I took a swing at the group, you know, yeah. you are a, a, a group of friends, but one-on-one I did not yeah. hit it off with you so much. That's fair. Sure, sure. Well, I do think you had a certain level of respect for me. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, no, certainly. Yeah, no, I mean, you are uh, you are the bird, of course. Oh, oh uh, yes, yes. That is where there might be some confusion, because I am actually a bellow, the bell ringer. Yeah, he's me. I mean, I'm in his body. Which one of you is the bell ringer? Oh, I, uh... Um, I'm the bell ringer's body. Okay. And I am the one that rang the bell. All right, but the body rings the bell, really, if you think about it. But also, if you think about it a little bit longer, the brain also rings the bell. But if you keep thinking, the body and the brain are connected. And if you think any more than that, well, my friend, you must have a sit. Something I love to do. He sits down and pulls out a cigarette. <sighs> Wait, we have to keep going. There's witch hunters. Oh, my cigarette blues, there are. I can't believe we didn't talk about that first. Yeah, we have to go now. They're like hot on our tail, actually. Wait, maybe we can hide out here. I have a tail. Oh, yeah, I still have a tail. Oh, but it's... 
way bigger. How do you not sit on this thing? Well, you can move it around, you see. You have total control over it. Everyone, everyone, please. We must simply figure out what to do next before letting our emotions get away with us. Jork, is this a place for us to hide, or must we continue our pursuit of a safe haven? You have friends here in hell, I tell you this. Okay, so, yeah, you, you said welcome to hell. Right, I said it twice now. I'm sorry, the group did not really bite at it. The name of the town is hell. No, no, yeah, 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 I'm biting, I'm biting. Oh, t- by the way, uh, the bell ringer, of course, oh, is so hungry for more information. Wants to know the names of the town and everything. Yes, this is, a, ta- this is a town named hell. Mm. Where you see, the inhabitants are so innocent here, they did not know not to name the town after hell. I'd never heard of the place. Oh, One so, assumes. So it's not connected. <laughs> oh, that's quite... <laughs> you are really taking each other out for a ride, I see. Uh, yeah, no, it is not uh, not connected to hell. No, no, no. It is simply named hell because they did not know not to. Yeah, well, I, I assume. I did not ask them. I, I simply, the name of the town is hell, and they seem so innocent here. So, mon frere, do you think there is a, uh, a shelter that you could provide us from this storm that is cops? Uh, you are welcome inside any of these homes here. The people of hell, they are good people. They have opened their homes to me with what open arms, and I assume you would be welcome too. And is there any sort of, mm, how do I put this, mm, magical barrier that would allow us to evade detection? They seem to be very good at sussing out our magical abilities and our mm, infernal uh, talents. Let me stop you there. Uh, no, you, no, 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 no. There's no, there's no, there are no magical uh, guards or spells or anything like that here. This is a simple town. These are simple people. It's it's a quiet town. It's a humble village. People open the doors to say bonjour. Or I say that. They say hello. But, you know, it's a simple place. They are simple cabbage farmers here. Mm, what do we think? What do we think? What do we think? Well, I think maybe, first of all, we should disguise ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it's a very good idea. Have you not been disguising ourselves? Well, we've had a couple of tries that... Don't get mad at us. I'm not mad. I was, I was idly curious. Uh, Please, you are the bell ringer and friends. It's been a little, how do you say, mm, ad hoc. Sure, just, uh, I do not know if you have seen the callstones. I had the children knock them down as soon as I got here. Oh, you, oh, you know, yes, yes, I believe Stir Fry, yes, has a disguise kit. We could use that again. Yes, that's true. I do have a disguise kit. Bella, would you mind taking it out of uh, my backpack? Yeah, yes, of course. And Bello, with a series of hopping motions and flips, takes his backpack off, flips over to it, opens it up, rummages through, takes the disguise kit out, and presents it to the party. The Bonesby looks from Stir Fry to the group and says... There really is a lyricism to my little jumps and quips, eh? Here we are. And Frederick has the ability to magically change his appearance whenever he likes. So look into that. Oh, right. Yes, of course. Frederick Bonesby takes out his magic book and flips around to find the page of... What's it called? Um, uh, alter cor- Self? Alter Self. Okay. The Bones B, so it's V, so just a, a hand motion, yes. V is for verbal. Verbal, right. Stir Fry, if you're going to take out the nice horse, please read the instructions first. Right, of course, Mr. Bones B. The Bones B casts Alter Self and uh, changes his form into uh, uh, the same height as Frederick Bones B, but... <laughs> 
a flamingo form. Pink feathers uh, adorn the arms and torso, a curved pink beak over the the head, and then the long sinewy legs that uh, are not that much thicker than the bones themselves. Oh, yes, Mr. DeBonesby, I am loving, simply loving the tropical vibe about you. And while Frederick DeBonesby was casting the spell, Stirfry had taken the makeup out of the disguise kit and has affected the appearance of a blue jay. Uh, do you think you could, like, unblue me? What? Why, why don't you simply unblue yourself? I thought there might just be some spots that I missed. Oh, I mean, you could just wild shape, right? Yeah, but Yes, I, yes, of course. I'd still be blue, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you'd be fall, you could be small enough to fit in one of our little pockets. <gasps> you could, like, like flip cup used to fit in my own. Oh no, my no, gosh. no, no. Bello, I know the body best. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. You'll be a new man. Toot sweet. The Bonesby touches Surfrise's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Remember that you are Bello. Do not get lost in the bird form. I myself have been there before. You are you, and I. We must all remember that we are not we, but we are me. Does that make any sense at all? Yes, yes, I am me. I am Bello. Yes, of course. And that's, and that, of course, Mr. De Bonesby, you must understand that is, of course, why I have made myself a blue jay. De Bonesby turns towards Cordelia. Fascinating. Here's what I think we should do. You've turned yourself into an exotic bird. Great. Didn't know that was on the table. Give me Frederick Bonesby's clothes. I'll put the cape on, the Sasquatch. I think that's what we should do. <laughs> Transparently in. Once again, I will clothe you. The Bonesby pulls the clothes out of the altar self-imagineering and uh, places it as best as he can around Cordelia's broader uh, and taller shoulders. Uh, Jacques Savoidois is going to step forward and say, I, I'm sorry, how fast did you say the witch hunters were? You said they, you implied they were right on your tail? Yeah. And you led them right here, and we are standing in the center of town changing. Come with me, please, into a home. Okay, okay. <laughs> Albie runs. Yes, of course. As Jeffrey is running, he's continuing to apply purple makeup all across Bello's body. And as they're running, Albie turns to Cordelia and says, De Bonesby. Which one? You, de, uh, de, me, De Bonesby. Okay. Do you want to cast invisibility on Albie's body? Uh, yeah, I'll try that. Do you think uh, you can focus on it? How do I do that? So it's the blanket, but you have to touch this body. The doors close behind you as you've entered the home now. You are in this brick home that Jacques Abouadois, uh exited from. There are no lights on inside of the house right now. It is a two-story home. And it is there is a single fireplace. It is not lit right now. There is a humble rug and uh, humble wooden chairs uh, inside. There seems to be one large room, and there is a wooden staircase leading upstairs. Shucks, this is an emergency. Are you all right? I'm, I'm suggesting we head upstairs. No, we need coffee for Cordelia. You need coffee at a time like this? You Coffee is a relatively uh, exotic drink that you are requesting from me right now. Okay. And I only have one cup of it. <laughs> okay. I was hoping to drink it myself. I'm please, please don't. Please don't. Oh, please don't drink the coffee. Fine, if you need the coffee, all right. Anything for the, the better ringers, I tell you. Perhaps you split it and each enjoy a, 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 a I suppose, a demi-tasse. Jesus Christ, all right, just everyone take a sip of the fucking coffee. Okay, Albie hands the coffee to Cordelia and says, Deposit, you're going to need this. Okay. But leave me, like, a sip so I can have it. Sure, and Cordelia takes a sip of the coffee and, like, eyes light up like a pinball machine. Just like, oh, oh, great. Okay, this will be fine. This will all be fine. And then hands the the cup around. Albie takes a cup and takes a sip and her pupils get tiny. And she says, that was a mistake. Oh, I should have warned you. 
When the caffeine hits, Cordelia and Albie's body just feels completely overwhelmed. Pulse is thumping. Her muscles, small and compact and powerful, um, are, are hyper-focused, and she is buzzing deeply. Oh, I should have warned you. Oh, my God. That, that body is not sucks. made for substances like that. Oh. All right, up the stairs, up the stairs. Please, 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 hurry, hurry, hurry. Mm-hmm. And he, he rushes you up the stairs. Uh, and it leads to a, a thin hallway upstairs. And there are uh, there is a room on either side of the hallway. So please, please, choose that room right now. Left or right? Uh, left? All right, left, all right. Go and he, he opens the door and throws you in. Uh, it's a small, humble bedroom. There is a quilted bed and one window looking out. The light from outside streams into the room. Stirfry has leapt onto Bellow's back and he's hurriedly applying uh, more of the makeup to the back of Bellow's neck, trying to get every inch covered, any every exposed inch covered. And as he does, he sort of leans forward and whispers into Bellow's ears and he says, mm, you know, when I look in your eyes, I, I, I can still tell it's you, Albie. Oh, yeah, I guess I can kind of see that with you, too. Yeah, yo, I suppose you're unmistakable. That's really nice. Uh, yeah. Um, can you hurry up? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Let me, let me get that deep V. And he whips around to the front and is doing it to your chest. This, uh, this feels weird, but not in a bad way. Well, yes, well, I, I, I wouldn't want any witch hunter to figure out your bellow. And, and as Stirfry is doing this to your chest, he is inches from your face. And that blue jay face is staring back up at you. Uh, can I kiss you? Oh, um, uh, yeah, I, 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 oh, I suppose I, I wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> Bello is is kind of overcome by the strange erotic thing that is happening right now and goes for it, plants one right on Sir Fry's beak. <laughs> Albie, invisible, is standing immediately in front of them and just her her breathing just starts rapidly upticking. The Bonesby sees Stirfry and Bello making out, and he- head starts spinning, spinning, spinning until. Uh, uh, oh yeah, 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 Let me get into that. Let me get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I want, I want that. Calm, calm down, calm down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? I, I. Uh, what are you doing in there? Um, the bones be these goblins. They, no, they, I have never felt that in my life. These goblins are fucking all right, in my opinion. Goblins? Yes. The little, the little, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Deal with your problems. I'll deal with mine. Jacques Sabaudois is gonna take a drag from his long, skinny cigarette and say, "Beautiful." Even when faced with death, they will not bend to it. They always choose life. Always! Ha ha ha! And he's gonna slam the door, and you hear him run down the stairs. And, and as he runs down, he calls out, Stay there! Stay there! Hide yourselves! Albie! Cordelia! How do I be invisible? I don't understand how... I, I can feel there's magic around in here somewhere. I have no idea how to access it. What, what, what is going on? Uh, Stirfry has broken the kiss. Oh. And, well, there was a... There was a goblin shouting at us. Sure, sure. Um, and he looks at Cordelia and he says, hmm, I've just I've just had a small idea um, that happened oh, during a, a moment of intense passion. But if I, if I recall, Greg, if I recall, yes, yes, uh, a memory is coming back to me. Yes, when those witch hunters approached us earlier, they were able to determine that we were the culprits by using a detect magic spell. So perhaps uh, magical invisibility would only clue them in to our presence here in this otherwise non-magical town. Perhaps... <sighs> 
We're doomed. No, we'll simply, uh, we'll simply figure panicking. out a, con- a conventional, a conventional disguise like me. Ah, I used to be stir fry. Now I'm Blue Jay. No, Albie is panicking. She feels like the magic that she understands that's in Cordelia's body will no longer work for them. People are hot on her heels and she doesn't understand how to feel about this kiss. And she is completely enveloped in uh, emotional response that she's not used to. <laughs> No, 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 Abby. No, Cordelia. Cordelia, it's okay. It's okay. Calm down. Take a deep breath. I can't even sacrifice this money because I took my body. Oh, come here. Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. What do I do? How do you do this? Bella's going to take Albie by the shoulders and look in her eyes. Mm -hmm. You got to take a deep breath, okay? Just breathe in through the nose and then longer through the mouth. Yeah, make a noise if you have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got it? You got so like when I meditate, yeah. I like to think of a place where I feel safe. Okay. So just like while you're breathing, imagine that you're breathing in a safe place. Um okay. Um Cordelia and Albie's body thinks about the Dawn household and Here in this vessel, it comes to life in even more vivid color and smell. Cordelia can remember sitting on small chairs and she is extremely oversized for them, but they're comfortable and the smell of bread is in the air and root vegetables roasting. And there is hoof sounds happening everywhere. And it's a comfortable, chaotic clatter that feels like home. She calms down a tiny bit. See, you're okay. And that coffee's gonna get out of you really quick. Okay. Um, mm. It's okay. This is so hard. How do you do this? Oh, I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm a mess all the time. Oh, man. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Cordelia looks at the bed and says, All right. That's my only option. And marches towards the bed, climbs inside, and pulls the covers on top of herself. Sure thing. This is a human-sized bed. You are going to yeah. be pretty long. You want to curl up or whatever you want to do. But you definitely, Cordelia does not fit comfortably in this bed. Curling up into the bed and just thinking about all the choices that led to this moment. Um, Stir-fry sees a closet. It's, oh, I suppose um, one or two of us could hide in there. Oh, uh, yeah. I think purple is probably still really recognizable, so I'm going to hide in the closet. Oh, yes, well, uh, better not waste the space. I suppose I'll have to join you. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Oh, uh, is there room for three? No? Uh, Here, I'm kind of small. Okay, yeah, come on in. Quick, quick. You hear a commotion outside. You hear children yelling, and you hear Jacques saying, Quiet, quiet, everyone. Quiet, please. It's a normal day in hell, you see. The Boonsby peeks out of that window. You see, through the same path that you followed here, a large black cart led by two horses it stands at the entrance to town a witch hunter gets out of the cart and looks around and takes note of the toppled call stones you see Jacques walk over to the witch hunter and say ah, hello my friend how you be how do you do it is good to see you today hello welcome to hell a small town full of friendly folks here we are snug as a bug in a rack I'm sweating yeah it's okay uh can you feel my heartbeat? <laughs> I feel like it, I feel like it's really loud. Oh uh, yeah, the, you can't usually 
I don't think you could hear it. I can't hear it. Okay. You're okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, don't worry. I always found the smell of your sweater um, nice. Oh. Oh. Bella gets a nosebleed. That's a good point. It is actually a nice smell. Thank you. Here we are. Wow. Uh. Suppose it's best if we keep quiet. You think Jacques is okay out there? He is one of the most capable men I have ever had the pleasure of escaping a sewer with. Is that a long list? Well, suppose all of you and uh, the rest of the rule uh, shaven liberation army and uh, the big old boy, so that's us again. Um, yes, that's about the total of it. And at that, you hear the door downstairs swing open as Jacques said, Well, if I cannot talk you out of it, I guess I will give you a tour of the home. And you will see at the door, you know, there is nothing. There is nothing untoward going on in here. As I told you many times on the brief walk over to this house, we are a humble village here. We are cabbage farmers, I believe. I myself am new to the town, but there's nothing interesting here. Why don't we take a, a good long peruse downstairs? Cordelia leaps out of bed. Nope. Can't stay here. Uh, and uh, makes a run for the window. Okay, you're one story up. You're leaping for a human-sized window. Yeah, I want to get out of there. Yeah, sure. Just make a roll for it. Okay. Make a dexterity. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, you smash right through that window. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> good. Yeah. This is good to me. Okay, great. So you jump out of the window. You get through it cleanly. There's the sound of glass shattering as you fall one entire story to the ground. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. A 10. A 10. Cordelia, you are going to, uh, I need you to roll a D8 for me. Two. You take two damage, uh, and mostly you cut yourself on the glass from having jumped out. You land, you duck, and you roll. You do very well, but you're covered in broken glass, and it hurts a lot. Oh, all right. That's fine. We're testing limits. We're testing limits. Zoom back up to the uh, to the room everyone was in. You just watched Cordelia uh, panic and jump out of the window with the bringing broken glass with her. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, Bonesby runs to the closet and opens the door and goes, Yeah, Cordelia. What are you doing? Yeah, Bonesby just jumped out the fucking window, so we might want to follow him. What? Yeah, deal with it. Guys, quiet. We've got to be quiet. You hear downstairs as the witch hunter says, All right, all right something's happened. All right, we're heading out front. Stay. Stay quiet. My body, my body, my body, my body. Take another one of those deep breaths. You did so well. I'm mad you go to your happy place. Cordelia takes another deep breath, and she thinks of the Mothra Tau Delta house. And again, in Albie's body, the experience is doubled in sort of sense memory. And she takes in the couch of the room, the common room, and the smell of candles. All right, great. So we're, now we're going to zoom back down to the ground. Cordelia, you have just landed on the ground. You're in the center of town. All of the houses are sort of built in a circle around the center of town. And you can see people looking out their windows, looking through closed blinds. They look at humans, look at you in horror. And the doors behind you swing open as the witch hunter, all in black, steps forward, uh, followed quickly by Jacques Savoie-Dois. Oh, no, my friend, I can explain. It is a um, uh, strange weather condition we are having here lately. And you also see directly in front of you, there is is the witch hunter cart, which is facing you, and another witch hunter is getting out of the side, and they are sort of pulling on their leather gloves, tightening them, and twiddling their fingers, seeming ready to uh, cast a spell of some sort. Branson, how far away are we in the room if we're standing at the window? If you're standing at the window, it's directly down. It's uh, one story down, and that's where Cordelia is right now. Uh, So 
story down. Okay, Bello is going to move out of the closet and head towards the window looking down. You look down out of the window, there's broken glass framing the window. There's also a pile of broken glass with a little bit of blood on it on the ground. And you see Cordelia standing up and dusting herself off. In front of her, across the town, you see the same thing she does. You see the witch hunter cart with the two horses, one witch hunter getting out of the cart. And if you look directly down, you can see doors opening up as a witch hunter walks out. Okay, Bello's gonna jump down to the ground. Make a dexterity roll. Six. You're gonna eat shit. Oh! Through Bellow's eyes, Albie sees Cordelia surrounded by oncoming witch hunters and, without thinking, leaps to the ground below. Just remember, you're piloting the Bellow, and so you are not used to that. Uh, there's, he's, he's got more mass than you. He's got more bulk. He's center of gravity is totally different. It's, it's much higher, yes, and so it's easier to fall. Let me t- tell you, if you have high center of gravity, it's very easy to fall down. And you do, and what's actually going to happen is your long tail, which you're not used to, used to that short little tail. Oh. The long tail is going to catch on the glass, and it's going to cut and for one damage. It's just a little, a little paper cut, a little Nick, it's going to trip you though, and you're going to fall down and eat shit right onto the ground. Who knew? Behind you, you hear a witch hunter say into their gloves, We got him. Bello stands up and brushes the glass off of him. And Stirfry leans out of the window and says, Hey, Bello, maybe they could use a vacation. Bello's going to whip around to the closest witch hunter mm-hmm. and say, You need to take a break. And with those words, the air vibrates with vacation energy. The witch hunter furrows their brow and then unfurrows their brow and something switches behind their eyes and the witch hunter, their posture changes. They get a little bit more relaxed. They look at their hands uneasily and they say, uh, for the next 15 minutes, I'm, uh, I'm on break. I'm on break. This witch hunter begins walking away, away, uh, just off into the woods. Jacques Savoie is going to look uh, at you in confusion. His cigarette falls out of his mouth and he says, Good gracious, the bell ringer is full of surprises, it seems. Yeah, to me too. The other witch hunter across from town, he speaks into his glove and he says, Something's wrong, reinforcements. Albie at the window sees this happen and she, Cordelia feels like she's never been so excited in her entire life. Cordelia looks at the, makes eye contact with the witch hunter and just goes, Cheddar, cheddar, cheddar! Time stops, and the witch hunter, many, many, oh, a hundred feet away from you, is the only thing that moves. And it says, Cordelia, what the hell are you doing over there? I don't know. I'm very far from you. What is you? What's going on? It's Frederick in here. Oh fuck! This again. You're in a witch hunter. You're in a, you're in a friend of mine. Can you kill him? What, the witch hunter? No! Fuck you! Why? I'm not killing anybody! Can you make him run away? Oh my god, where's the, where's my friend? Where's the actual Cordelia? Uh, Cordelia looks around and points up at the window towards Albie. Albie, here's what you see. You see Cordelia call out cheddar, cheddar, cheddar. There is a blink and then a second blink as Stir Fry spins around and says, ta-da! Oh, fuck. Oh, no, I picked the wrong one. Oh, whoa. Hi, are you okay? No, I'm not okay. I'm in the worst possible body. I've been in a lot of bodies. It does not get a lot worse. I'm so, what? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, what What you need? What do you need? I'm just experiencing a lot of what you're experiencing with possession. It's really fascinating. I feel like there's a lot of empathy. That okay, well, my life here. is not a library. What are you? What's up? So there's witch hunters down there. Yeah, what are you? Get away from them. I need you to help. Every time I see you, I feel like you're fucking talking to a witch hunter. There's always so many dishes in hell. You can't yell at me. This one was Jabones being called I can't you. yell at you. This guy yells a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, that's he's a little talky. Look, why don't you do this? Why don't you jump down into the witch hunter? Hunter, right? And then make them run away. Oh, fuck. 
Because I, I don't care if you damage that body. In fact, do damage it. I care. It's different from me. You don't know what it's like. Don't ever talk to me like that again. I'm sorry. Yay. It's all okay. I got to get out of here. This sucks to be inside of this guy. Okay, yeah. And don't damage him too much. I like that guy. You like this I guy? I like stir fry, yeah. Stir fry that I'm inside of? I do. Okay, I've just read the thoughts really quick. Wasn't hard to tell him. He is. <laughs> he oh. needs a lot. All right. <gasps> Goodbye. Bye. Stir fry throws up a little. Albie turns to DeBonesby and says, I really like you. Oh. Why not take all of me? Baby, can't you see? I'm no good without you. Take my lips. I'll never use them. Take my arms. I want to <laughs> what a fun tune. Uh, hey, it's me, producer Taylor, coming at you yet again, uh, my lovers and brothers, uh, to talk to you about an incredible real estate opportunity. And of course, by real estate, I mean content. They don't say real estate's king, baby. No. So doth thy crown and put it on the head of a content. Did you know that we have done like five live streams and a live in-person show and that video records of them are all saved and kept for you to give to you. We intentionally go out of our way to save them to give to you later and they're all for sale now. We've got all of our live shows and our in-person live show at the Bell House in Brooklyn from last year up for sale on the website now. Folks, I'm talking about Rude Tales of Magic live Escape from Planet Time. Uh, DeBonesby kills a baby and they stop the assassin. Well, I shouldn't tell you what happens in the show, but it's very good. Fright of the Living Dread, our first Halloween show. One of my favorites. Rude Tales of Magic, Cruise Control. I mean, you gotta... The second act alone is worth the price of admission. Rude Tales of Magic, Cry Out Loud, Cry Out Proud. You're only crying for freedom. That's our show about war. Everybody loves it. War. The show, 50-50. Then we got Rude Tales of Magic, Trouble in Paradise, with everyone's favorite NPC, Naughty Nico, who I'm told is worth the price of admission alone. But I'm telling you, if you're making a show and you've got one element that is worth the price of admission alone... That's efficient. And then we also just put up uh, the, the the video record of our Live at the Bell House live show. The fantastic voyage where the gang shrinks down and goes into Stir Fry's body. It, not only is the actual game and the story wonderful, but the live show is incredible to experience just to see it all. It, 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 it's all great. Uh, just go to RudeTalesOfMagic.com and just click on through and go to the RudeTalesOfMagic.com store, and they're all right there. We sell them via Vimeo, but you can get them at RudeTalesOfMagic.com. The com is short for commercial, and commercial is short for commercial business. Videos. Gotta get them. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. 
Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. We're in the beautiful little hamlet of hell, nestled deep within the Cordelian Pastoral. However, there is a problem here. We've got a witch hunter cart, which is parked about 100 feet away from our heroes, uh, some of whom are up uh, relatively safely in a brick home, uh, two of whom are down on the ground directly facing this witch hunter. They have been uh, I, they have been caught. They have been identified. The witch hunters have called for backup. You are about 100 feet away from a witch hunter. This witch hunter uh, has, has pulled up his leather uh, gloves, twiddled his fingers a little, and takes one step towards you slowly. Another step. Another step. And then blinks out of existence. Okay, that was my employer. That was Cheddar. He took the witch hunter. Uh, should we go down there? What should we do? Yes. I believe we should. Okay. Okay. Uh, do we jump? Do we just jump down? I don't want to hurt this. I don't want to hurt Albie's body. Sir Fry wipes a little throw up off his beak and leaps out the window with a little roll. All right, you're going to make an acrobatics roll, and it's going to be your favorite roll you've ever made. Nat 20, my favorite roll. Oh, Nat 20, very good. By the way, had you gotten even a three, it would have worked. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, what is it with this modifier out of curiosity? It's like a plus nine. <laughs> So you sail out, you just dive out of that window uh, and just like you swan dive out and you catch the air and there's just a little, uh, uh, the the camera like pans around you as you just, your chest out and then you duck, you roll, you hit the ground without so much as a scratch. Can Can I see the other wish hunter? So there are two witch hunters. One witch hunter has turned and walked away and the other witch hunter is not visible to you. They have disappeared. Okay. Stirfry just whips his crossbow out and is sort of taking in, sort of trying to get the, you know, he's scanning the perimeter. He's uh, on alert. The Bonesby looks at Stirfry and the window he jumped out of and looks back at Albie. He then walks to the door and opens it. And then with his other hand, he uh, escorts Albie downstairs. Albie, they, they can walk downstairs. Albie, um, Albie is so thankful for this and she accepts his outheld hand and walks down the stairs holding his hand. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow, jeez. Quite straight. This is really stressful. Yes. Ah. You make it to the bottom of the stairs. You walk in. The doors were already open. You see your comrades down there. As Jacques Avoidois, he takes a drag on a cigarette and says, Well, it seems I underestimated you after earlier correctly estimating you. I am sorry for my momentary lapse in judgment. Oh, friend. You have certainly helped in every way possible. 
we cannot thank you more. I jumped out a window. <laughs> yeah, are you okay? I don't know. Why did I do that? Didn't friends, make sense. Friends, friends, that break will only last so long. I suggest we make haste. Bello looks for the cart. The cart is still there. Nothing has changed. The cart is, is still there. The horses are still there. The witch hunter is the one that disappeared. Remember, Cheddar inhabited this witch hunter. You don't know where Cheddar took this guy, but that guy is gone enough. Uh, hey, Jacques of Adois? Uh, yes, that is my name. However, the last name was said incorrectly. However, the other time I will not correct you. Uh, do you know if there are any black cloaks just lying around? Black cloaks just lying around? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not in a time like this. Oh, all right. Well, that would have... Completed the the look. Okay, uh, let's try it. Let's try to take the cart. I also have a question. Is there, like, a back road or any other path that we can get off of that these people might not expect around here? Albie is nodding furiously. Oh, sure. There are, there are many crisscrossing roads leading to tiny hamlets all connected to each other. There is a rich... You know, if you take the time to get to know these people, not that you have, there, and it is fine, I understand, but I have. Uh, I have met these people. They have a certain childlike innocence. Even now, it is why they hide. They do not understand the witch hunters. Also, I instructed them to hide, and they do pretty much whatever I say. It's not a bad deal living here, let me tell you that much. Yes, and we would simply, we would simply, we would simply love to meet all of these people and then their foibles and their wants and their dreams and their hopes and their fears. But we, unfortunately, um, 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 the chase is on, you see. I would just say there is a main road that leads into town, but you could simply go off the roads. You could just go into the fields, you know, wander them. I'm ready to make a decision. Okay. Uh, you, you decide. No, I don't have an answer. I just have the impulse that we need to decide now. All right. Well, I think maybe... Even though my cart idea was cool, I think it's not going to necessarily help us if we go off-road. So let's just go off-road. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's hike. Let's go. Let's do it. Northwest. Let's keep going. Lead the way. What? Well, I don't know what Northwest is. Yes, looks- lead the way. You're the one who suggests Northwest. I must stay here, of course, and teach these people the spirit of revolution. So far, it has only sunk into the children. Uh... <laughs> Cordelia looks up at the sky and to Bonesby's mind says, you know this. She knows this too. You figured it out. And uh, and then walks northwest. All right. Au revoir, my friends. I hope one day we will meet again. Although I suspect that this is where we part ways forever. Oh, Shaka Vaudois. I'm going to miss you. Well, it's a pleasure to be missed. You will be missed as well. I suspect we have only moments to talk to each other before danger approaches. Jack, I know our time together was very brief, but I want you to know that you will always be remembered as a dear friend, a dear, dear friend to the bell ringer. You're not so much the bell ringer, you're more the cane stealer. Oh, well, um, no, actually, well... Uh... Oh, the bell ringer is in you, right? Yeah. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so hard to... I have no idea how you keep straight. I can hardly keep straight myself. I keep my deeds straight, very straight. Thank you very much, and I appreciate credit. Jack. Sure. Viva la resistance. Yes, viva la resistance. I love to hear it. Okay, bye. Goodbye, my friends. Uh, De Bonesby turns and follows Cordelia. Uh, uh, still looking like a flamingo at this point. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah, I guess you've been a flamingo the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. And Bello and Stir Fry bring up the rear. 
It is a shame you did not go to get to meet the people of the town. You did not get to meet Rutgers Millennium, the oldest man in town. Glendale Millennium, the oldest man in town's wife. She is even older than him. You did not get to meet Taurus Telltale, Broad Bones, Jessica Gunther, Etiquette Braddock, the school marm, and all of her students. Frodo, Moma, Eyeballs, Kidvid, Braces, and the Invitation. Last but not least, I am most upset you did not get to meet digital fasting. At that, a door opens, and a man wearing an apron that reads, me wife is me life, says, did somebody say digital fasting? He says, oh, back, back into the home, back into the home. He slams the door closed. Please, these people, they do not deserve the witch hunters. Well, we gotta get out of here. Then. You get out of here. If any more witch hunters come, I will, I will regale them with the story of the orphan and the oaf. Okay, bye. All right, goodbye. Thank you, Jacques. And uh, Bello takes off in a Naruto run. That is the bell ringer, I think. Stir Fry pauses for a moment. He wants to confirm that that is the correct direction to go in. And as he pauses, he notices on a fence post nearby there is a, a small rat nibbling on a on a on a bit of cheese the rat looks at you and there is a flash of understanding in its eye the rat throws the cheese down and it scurries over to you it gives a bow well this is this is something isn't it hello friend hello my subject the rat nods it accepts you as its king. Flash two! Miles and miles from here, in a dark alley, in a town very, very far from here, a metal pig is surrounded by rats. Uh, they are angry, and they are closing in on this metal pig. The metal pig takes the brass crown off of its head and offers it to the rats. The rats toss the crown down to the ground, and the metal pig says, Oh dear, it seems I've misapprehended the situation. I thought that the metal crown was what made me the king. It seems that the crown crown is simply a symbol. Never mind. I'll die as I lived. And he looks at the camera and winks. As a metal pig, you see. <laughs> Witch! We're back! Yeah. Um, Stirfry is going to point in the direction that uh, Bello and Albie are running in, and he's going to say, Is that what you would call Northwest, my good boy? The rat nods at him. Mm, thank you. You are... A prince among your people. And you've heard that from your king. The rat nods and follows you. And Stirfry is is hopping and, and jumping and flipping after them. <laughs> fun, right? Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty good. <laughs> and so you're tearing off and you're moving through uh, the field. Breaking out of the trees, flying low, Flip Cup follows you saying, Don't leave me! We're not leaving you, come on! All right, I was eating a cardinal! Great! Come on, little dude. Yeah, so Bellow's just, Bellow is running, running uh, as far away from the, the witch hunters as he can get. DeBonesby thought he had an academic sense of a lot of nature's, uh, you know, splendors. Could identify trees, leaves, all that sort of thing. But is inside Cordelia now feeling a more instinctual kinship with the forest and is feeling more comfortable? dodging over rocks and twigs and going between the trees and feeling very comfortable being on the run from the bones be runs uh overwhelmed by the pain and the lack of agility that uh that this f new form has he's trying his best and in the back of his head he realizes that the bones always trying his best 
Cordelia believed that she was at one with nature and very much understood it and perceived much of what happened in the woods, but in Albie's body, her wisdom of the nature around her has exploded and she is overstimulated. She is constantly taking in what could be threats, allies, dangers, and helpful tools, and everything is constantly analyzed. Albie is sprinting and she stumbles. <laughs> oh god! I can't do this! I can't do this! Uh, Bello uh, screeches to a halt and whips around to, to see where Albie has fallen. I can't handle this! There's too much, hey. too much stimulation! How do you do this? Just focus on one stimulating thing. Okay, she looks right at Bello. That's a good choice, yeah. Okay, this is... You like this? I mean, yeah. You like this a lot? It's working? It's working, yeah. Dibs. (laughs) (laughs) What? Right now? I've called it. Ah! No, 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 no. It's fine. It's like... Look, it's okay. I got you. Just look at me, okay? And you know these woods. Your body knows the way. Just My let go. Lewis, okay? let... Like, cold dibs, I kiss you, and then he called dibs too. It's not, we already did that. We just weren't respecting I'm to understand. Steps. I'm starting to understand that I don't choose the best times to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we really got to focus on, like, getting you as far away from the witch hunters as possible. Albie takes Bella's hand, and she lets herself be led. And the camera pans up into the sky, and we, the audience, gratefully, we watch as the the quality of light changes. It's much later in the afternoon now. There's There are long shadows on the ground. As we pan down into the woods, very, very far from here, it's been hours and hours of running and quick breaks and running again and more quick breaks and running and catching our breath. Finally, we see the group huddled around a small creek. (sighs) (sighs) Bello is going to take take a handful of water from the creek and sort of like, like he's demonstrating for Albie how to drink from the creek. Just like, look, see, you'll calm down. You'll feel better. Just hydrate. Okay, Albie tries it and she she does drink some water. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Bonesby's flamingo form has sweated off, and now he is just a bone with some stains of pink upon it. He is sitting with his feet in the water, flipping through his spellbook, trying desperately to learn what is now at his disposal. He wants to help as he can, and he's new at this. Uh, Stir-fry, if I may. Yes? I learned something interesting as we were escaping hell. Oh, oh. Well, yes, then go on. It seems that mm, Stir-fry's abdication of the Rat Throne didn't take... A rat throne? But, but, I broke, but I broke the crown. But you didn't die, my friend. You, you, you continue to live, or rather, Stir-Fry continues to live, and therefore... Hmm, he's king. I, he, I... Hmm, hmm? I still control the rats. I, well, I still control the rats for the moment. <laughs> oh, I'm saying, but in, 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 in... So when I get back there, I... I'll have power again? Yes, and until that moment, you are in the presence of royalty. The Bonesby closes the book and stares at Stir-Fry. He then looks back at Cordelia. He looks back at Stir-Fry. He looks back at Cordelia. He sort of hits his head against the book. The Bonesby, how do you do this? Well, not like that. I don't smack my head into it. No, no not, not the spell. Living like this. 
having no skin or flesh or fat or, or, or feeling that isn't pain. It's agony. I am... I have focused every single action that I do every single day to escape it. You've cracked the code. Ah, much respect. Turns back to Stir Fry. I want that again. I'd like that soon. Can we switch bodies? Yeah, please. Can we go back? I'd like to be able to jump again. I'd like to be able to control rats again. I'd like to be able to sing my little songs from my beak. And I would like to chill out. Um... Yeah, it's nice. I gotta say, it's it is nice to feel so chill. Uh, I'm so sorry that you're dealing with me this way. Albie is pacing. She's wringing her hands. She's running her hand over her braid. She's pacing. She's wringing her hands. Oh, okay, it's okay, baby. Just uh, I don't know. It's okay. I I feel t- I don't know how to help you. I just it's I'm not used to emotional regulation on this level. Well, why don't you just have a good cry? She, I'm, our body's made for it. What? Just cry, let it out. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you, yeah. This still feels worse, though. I feel really embarrassed now. Yeah, no, that was a bad idea. It's... Will you keep touching me? Yeah, yeah. And Bella's just, like, rubbing the back of Albie's... No, that's uh, it. That's a good one. That's back, good. yeah. He's making little circles on You hear back. a twig snap. Stirfry uh, draws his crossbow. The bones beat opens his book. Albie steps in front of Bello. Bello pushes Albie aside and withdraws his scimitar. Cordelia puts up her dukes. An extremely thin woman crawls down <gasps> a tree near you. She is dressed in tattered clothes that she has not changed in months. She unhinges her jaw and shrieks, Without a moment's hesitation, Stirfry points his crossbow at the thin woman, aiming directly right between her eyes, and he lets loose a crossbow bolt with all of the force and all of the anger that that Bello inside this body you know, doesn't even feel in control of. But as it leads, as the crossbow bolt flies from the crossbow, the only, like, thrumming through this body is the word splish splash. Faster than you think she should be able to, she turns her head and she catches the arrow right to the shoulder for 13 damage. It hits her right in the shoulder and it just sticks there. She looks at you with wild eyes that don't quite point in the same direction. They both point out just a little bit. As she turns and crawls right back up the tree, you hear a rustling and you see leaves falling down. As you she jumps from branch to branch. Bello's eyes dart up to the trees. He pats his powerful thighs, squat, and leaps with increased height into the tree line. Al- Albie yells, Albie! Ugh! Bello, on his way up, gets distracted and gets winded on a tree branch. You're and- caught on the tree branch and your head goes up into the tree line and you see hanging down, making eye contact with you. You almost got it directly, but looking about a foot away from you is the thin woman. Her eyes do not quite meet yours, but they seem to almost look around your head. She moves her arm down very quickly and in the bellow shoulder, she stabs you with a rapier for 11 damage. Oh! Bello grabs his shoulder. The force of the rapier is going to knock you out of the tree and you're going to fall back down to the earth. Albie's going to try and catch him. You're moving in in Albie's body and you are fast enough. The thing is, though, you are, uh, you're not used to being this small and you got a big bellow coming down onto a little Albie. So you actually are going to be able to get under, but it's not going to be able to help anybody or do anything. And Bello just falls and hits you and you both tumble and land into the creek. Ah! Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You hear the branches rustling uh, around you. She's running around in the tree. 
Oh, Bellow's gonna reach down wincing, and green light is going to stitch around his wound. The Bonesby flips through his book and, and finds himself on the exact right page. Uh, he, 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 looks, goes, he goes into his pocket, picks out a bit of sand, and casts sleep into the direction of this strange woman. Roll 5d8. 19? Yeah. All right. Uh, 19 sparrows fall out of the trees. Uh, they all just fall uh, out of the trees into the, into the creek. Some of them are washed away in the creek. A lot of them, when they hit the ground, they wake back up and they rustle and they fly away. But, but the woman is not. The woman is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's usually how that goes. The bones be inside of Cordelia, like, he shuts Cordelia's eyes and he looks around. He remembers a little bit about trying to train her in warlock magic. And he remembers that it's, you know, sort of like these, the ways that she described how it was like inside of her and like all the shelves and stuff. And he looks around and he sees what has to be the most powerful thing possible. And Cordelia opens her eyes and shoots out a stream of bubbles. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah, bubbles emanate from your fingers, and you see the reflection of you and your friends uh, just waving in these soapy, oily bubbles. Uh, they move forward and they pop harmlessly. Help me laughs. Oh my god. This is not. This is serious. I'm sorry. And and, and Stir Fry is is lighting a torch, and he lights it, and he's walking towards the tree, and he's going to try and set the tree on fire. Absolutely, make an attack roll on the tree. You got a torch. I got a ten. All right. It's well, a, I'll yeah, I got a ten. The AC of the tree is not high. You uh yeah, that's gonna catch. We'll burn her out, and then we'll kill her. Uh, small flames appear at the bottom of the tree, and they they uh, it's. It's a big tree. It's catching, but it's going to take a long time. Uh, and uh, just a little small embers uh, begin to circle around uh, the tree. This is, uh, you know, if you had all day, this would maybe, like, would burn the tree down. But it's going to take a minute to burn this thick tree. The net! Oh. Who's got it? Wait, you got... Uh. As you struggle to think this, uh, the you're going to hear a behind you as the thin woman drops down uh, behind you, and Albie... Is fine? No. Albie, you are going to feel uh, a bite in your back, uh, and you're going to... Uh, and you feel it hard. It, it's a cold kiss of steel in your back. It doesn't... Uh, she was doing it quickly. doesn't have a lot of time, and just uh, you feel it almost like touch one of your ribs and then move back. <laughs> She drops to her knees. Bella snaps out of it and moves towards Albie. His hand covers the wound, and more green light emanates from it. He says, shh, and he starts making circles on her back again as the wound knits together. Bello has moved behind Albie, where he comes face to face with the thin woman. She looks him directly in the eyes, throws her head back, unhinges her jaw, and plunges the rapier forward right into Bello's gut. <sighs> For nine damage. Not again! And uh, Stirfry, um, who the the woman still has not attacked Stirfry, so he, so Stirfry is going to attempt to assassinate her again. Yeah, go for it. He's going to fire another crossbow bolt, and that is a an unnatural twenty. Uh, that's definitely gonna hit. Stirfry is is seeing with tunnel vision. He can only see her, and he's he's letting loose another crossbow bolt full of fury, and he shoots it right between her eyes again. 
So she uh, she's extremely quick. She's extremely dexterous. You shoot that bow. It's coming directly at her between her eyes. She turns her head back the same way that she's been able to as she throws it back. And that boat is going to take her nose off. Her nose just goes flying with a thin stream of blood and then a geyser of blood flying up. Uh, she looks down at you with a hole where her nose should be. And she goes, and she's just gasping as blood is uh, falling out of her mouth. And she's going to stab Bello again, who is directly there. That's right. I'll be sprints to Cordelia. She runs directly up to her. She puts her hand in Cordelia's back pocket and rips out the magical net. Oh, she turns back to the woman. Yeah, the woman is right there. She's looking directly at you. She's going to pull her arm back with the rapier in hand, and she's going to take a swing at you, although perhaps distracted by pain. She barely manages to hit you. She gets a single scrape across the chest. <sighs> okay. Um, and then Albie takes the net and shakes it out and opens it. Yeah, the full net extends. It's a very big net. Some of it goes into the, into the creek. A single crawdad enters the net and shrugs as if to say, yours now. <laughs> Albie tries to figure out how to deal with the net and is um, in a panic, trying to um, make the net work because she's never done it before. Um, So she just grabs one side and like wraps it over the top as best as she can. She tries to like throw it on top of it. As you are doing this, as you are struggling and trying to figure out how to use the net, this woman is going to cross over you. She's going to crawl around you. She weighs almost nothing. Uh, is extremely thin. She is going to put a hand on your shoulder, another on your head, and she's going to cross you like difficult terrain. <sighs> she is perched on your shoulder, and she's going to uh, uh, throw her head up, and she's going to ring, 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 ring. Okay, then Albie's going to pull the net over herself like a blanket. Fantastic. The net goes over the woman, it goes over you, and it falls to the ground. The woman uh, goes absolutely limp, and she falls to the ground. She looks up at you with horror in her eyes. Do, do I feel anything? You don't feel anything. Okay. Gotcha, bitch! The woman looks up at you in confusion. She stands up, and she stands on the balls of her feet as she crouches low and looks at you. There is a... a, a impossible to describe, but God, I'll try. Look on her face. Uh, it's, it's hate, confusion, fear, anger, uh, a, a lot of confusion. And... Albie, much more emotionally savvy, can actually read all of these. Mm -hmm. And she feels extremely satisfied understanding that she has captured this person. Mm -hmm. Who are you? She looks at you and she shakes her head. Speak! She can't. She, she, she cannot comprehend, but the words speak. She, you are, uh, she is under your control. She's forced to speak, and she speak common. Tell me who you are. I am. She's like struggling. Blood is streaming down her face. She's a prisoner. Stir fry, stir fry plunges a knife into her chest. Cool. All right. Uh, you got you got to make an attack roll, but I mean, look, he's gonna. Work, yeah. but. Uh, that is a uh, critical fail. Starfry, you're going to move forward, and uh, I, I don't know what's going on with you, Starfry. I don't know how you missed this, but you, uh, you're you going to plunge it at her chest. Um, but the fact that she is not uh, in an attack position is that you've never seen her like this before. She's not on the defense. She's not on the attack. She is simply uh, standing, strangely, in a very bizarre position, but you miss her, and you're going to cut one of the, uh, the rings of the net, and... Uh, 
she her eyes are going to dart and look at the net, and then they're, they're going to look back at Albie. Okay, wait, hang on a second. Kill her! Kill her now! Wait, okay, calm down, wait, look at me. We have to calm down. We have to calm down. Uh, Stirfry, go catch a fish or something. Fuck you! Wow. Um, fuck you, Mr. DeBonesby! I don't care for that. Bellow. Yeah. Bellow, I mean, Stirfry. Bre, ah, hmm. How do you, how do, how do you, how do you hold this back? I, she must. I must. How, how do you, how do you hold this back? I'll teach you one of my earliest tricks. Push-ups. <laughs> twenty. Now. Stirfry uh, moves to the side and does twenty push-ups. You have, you have to roll for that. That's actually a, a me thing. And, uh, yeah. uh, so the push-ups aren't going to be good, but he does. Uh, he does. He begins doing twenty push-ups. The bones be turns to Cordelia. You just must let him do his thing for a little while, and get it out, you'll get it out of his system. His his thing almost ruined everything. And thank you so much, Frederick, for keeping him under control. At this, the uh, the thin woman. She there is a. There is a little bit of uh, of fray in the net, and uh, two, one of the strings of the net has been broken. The it's a thick rope net, and uh, she's already got her fingers uh, in it, and she is trying to undo it and untie it more. She looks at you. Uh, she seems to have figured out some sort of puzzle. She begins uh, gnawing on it. Albie says, "Stop." Uh, she stops, but not as. As as resolutely as she did before, she hesitates and she looks back at it and she begins gnawing again on the net. Can anybody fix the net? I thought this was an indestructible net. Uh, no, it's an infallible net. Fuck. Okay, can anybody fix this net? Ugh, I'm pretty hurt. Um, okay. Uh, she steps forward. It's taking a long time, but she's working on this net right now. LB steps forward and grabs the woman. Uh, it's easy to grab. You grab her easy. I mean, she she comes right to you. Okay, pull. She pulls her away from the uh, part of the net that is ripped. <laughs> Tell me again in common. When you said you were a prisoner, do you mean you're a prisoner to me now? Yes. Who were you before that? Eagle. Sorry. It just said it was a seagull. All right. I got. I gotta try this thing out that you can do. Uh, looking at LB and Cordelia looks at the woman and, and speaks in seagull. Who are you? Why are you doing this? She looks at you. You speak seagull? I do now. Uh, she looks at you. I'm a prisoner. I'm a prisoner. I'm being punished. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Albira caught you. You're our prisoner. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I know exactly who you are. You are devil. You are crow. You are bones. You are big. And you are fawn. If I kill you, I'm free. I don't understand why you speak seagull. You look like a person. I'm not a person. I'm trapped as a person. Being a person is a punishment. Punishment for what? I ate a bit of seagull. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Hunting us down seems like a weirdly specific punishment for eating something you thought was chicken. I have been a person for so fucking long. I made a deal with somebody, and they sent me after you. Who did you make a deal with? I don't know the name of the person I made a deal with. All I know is a face appeared to me, and they gave me a list of names, and they said, if I kill you, I'm free. I don't want to be a person anymore. I want to fly. You don't know what it's like to want to fly. 
No, I don't. But I have friends that do. I don't care about your friends. I need to kill you now. I need to be free. You don't know what it's like. You don't know the agony of being in somebody else's body. I hate it. I'm in someone else's body right now. It's actually not bad. It's kind of a break. <laughs> uh, she is going to, uh, she's going to try to, like, she's moving. She's, like, grabbing for her rapier, and she can't do it. Uh, her her arm is just sort of held in place, and it's vibrating. Uh, Cordelia looks at Bello. You can talk to animals too, right? I'm not getting anywhere with this guy, and I'm honestly not used to talking, you know, lesser things. Oh, yeah. Um, Bello, uh, Bello concentrates and turns to the woman and says in Seagull, uh, hey, why, why are you doing this? I already told your friend! I already told your friend! If I kill you, I'm free! I don't want to be a person anymore! I want to be a seagull! I was born to be a seagull! I was born to eat food out of people's hands! Oh, so you're trapped in a bad body. You're trapped in a body. The you don't body's want... fine. I just don't. I want to fly. I want to be me. I also want to be me. I don't care what you want. Well, maybe we can. What I want is the most important thing. <laughs> well, I'm just saying maybe we can, like, solve the same. Pro- like, we both have the same problem, so maybe there's the same way out of it. Oh yeah, we need to die in a very specific location if you want to kill us there. What do you mean? What do you mean? Explain. Uh, yeah, so if we go back to this little room just uh, outside of... Deposey, that's not what I meant. Oh, well, why don't I just kill you now? Why don't I kill you? If you need to die, I can just kill you now. This is so easy. Why did you fight back? Why did you fight back? Because it's got to be in the right place. What's with the rules? Everyone's got rules. I used to live in the sky. There were no rules. Listen. If a kid was eating a french fry, it was mine. You don't know what that's like with that kind of power. Listen, what I meant was... We want our bodies switched back, too. Why is everybody talking so slowly? I hate you! I hate you! I hate you! You stabbed me! You're mine. You're a prisoner now. A fight is fair. It's fine to fight. But to keep someone prisoner and to hold them down and to tie stones to their wings, that's the most evil thing! Okay, do you want me to kill you? No, I don't want to die. I want to be free. I'm getting nowhere with her. She wants to be free. But if she's free, she'll kill us. As I understand it, that is beyond our current range of powers. Stirfry knocks another crossbow bolt in his crossbow. Okay, um, Albie tightens her grip on the woman. Ow, ow! Um, okay, when Thomas Mitchell was using this net, he just, he just had to catch them, and then they couldn't go anywhere, right? He said the cages were for sure for... Oh, God, he said the cages were for show, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'm gonna take the net off. Oh, okay. Yes, as long as we hold on to the net and make sure this beast has no access to it, they will be in our control. Okay. Okay, here we go. Albie's still holding onto the woman. She grips onto the net and she pulls it off of them. Right, the woman looks at you. All right, you took the net off. You took the net off. You did what you have to do. Okay, and let then... Go, let go, let go, let go. Say to let go. Okay. Hey, I don't know. Uh, 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 uh. Albie, let's go. Her arms tense and she reaches for her rapier. She reaches again and she reaches again. Nothing happens. She looks up at you. Fuck you. Let me out of this. Let me kill you. Let me kill you, please. Let me kill you, please, 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 please. It's working. Okay. You still have control. I think you could tell her what to do. Albie. What? First, tell her to give stiff. To give me. To give points at stir fry. Him. The rapier handle down so that that is no longer in your possession. Then ask her to stick her head underwater for the rest of her life. And let's drown her to death. 
if um, possible. That I, would be the best way to kill her. An excellent idea. Makes mm. sense to me. So we're just going to... I'm just going to command her to drown herself? <sighs> it makes sense, but I don't want to. It feels bad. It feels bad to make someone drown themselves. Can we just make a run away, like, forever or something? And, like, with, with breaks for food and stuff? Can I... Can I just... <clears throat> okay, I'm going to try this. Transform back into your body. She's going to... She jolts upright and she feels something in her back and she begins vibrating and shaking and shaking and she begins vibrating and vibrating and she, she coughs and more blood just pours out of her nose and she looks up at you and she's I can't do it. I can't do okay, it. Okay, stop. Sorry, don't worry about it. I can't... I don't... I can't... <laughs> Listen, if we're, not, if we're not going to kill her, maybe... Uh, we'll, maybe Peebus will do something. Maybe Peebus will enjoy um, upsetting another demon. And at that, Peebus appears above her and says, Oh, oh my ears are burning! Oh, hi! Um, hi! This woman is was originally a seagull. And a, and a very powerful demon wants her very much to not be a seagull. Great! What do you, what do you need me for? Mm, I think it would piss a big demon off a lot if she went back to seagull Don't try to trick me! I made that very clear! I'm not trying to trick you. Yes, you are. Don't fucking lie to me. I'm not lying to you. It's yes, a thing. You, you like to piss people yes, off. You're you a little pisser. Are. Oh, yeah, you're one inch tall. Fuck you. Ah, look at him go. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Peebus is going to conjure a rhinoceros beetle right next to you. Jesus. Stir fry with, with everything he has ever seen before suddenly... You know, hugely magnified, with this giant towering beetle standing over him, is going to use a bonus action and dash away. Wait, wait, he's running for his life. Albie throws the net at Peebus. <gasps> uh, the net is going to burst into flames. <laughs> Fuck! No! <laughs> no! 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 Albie's freaking out. She's so upset. It was the high was going to be so high, and the crash is so hard. And she's she's lost the net. She's disappointed everybody. She's fucking devastated. Cordelia in Albie's body feels like she is drowning in this. She is awash in the emotions and the hormones and the unexpected tension of a much much faster heartbeat than she's used to and altogether it feels like she is being thrown on turbulent waters and hey, what do you do what do you do okay so at, at this moment in the back of her mind she recalls an image of her swimming on an endless ocean okay okay and it's the image that she is shown of that she definitely will not die right 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 we've seen it okay so in that moment uh it breaks her panic abates And she submits to the tidal pull of Albie's internal experience and sinks into what feels like a lake. And as she submerges under the surface and she starts to sink, uh, she sees... What she see? She sees in the water in front of her a sheet with numbers and lists and attributes, which she ignores. Um, and she keeps sinking... Right, what else she see? What's down there? She sees a 
She sees a flickering neon sign that reads, If nothing means anything, then why am I supposed to do anything? And then she keeps sinking, and she's sinking, and deep down is the suspended figure of Cretus's dead body. He was. And then finally, below that, the water is perfectly calm. And there... She takes a deep breath in. And she can feel the sameness of water and air and all elements. And Cordelia opens Albie's eyes calm and focused. Peebus looks at you. Peebus opens his eyes. You see your reflection, and you're looking at Cordelia. All right, everyone, take your character sheets and pass them to the left. Cool. Mm. you're still one inch tall. Ah, yes. Quite the rude tale, indeed. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia. Carly Monardo as Albie, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Joe Lepore as Bello, and Branson Reese as everything and everyone else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. He sounds nice. With additional sound design by Michael Gelfi and with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more rude tales of magic. That was a HeadGum Podcast.